This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotatonetwork.com. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television. I need all the image, I need all the sound. I know the info right into my mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. I'm Elizabeth Lynch. And we're talking about friends. Wait. No, no, no. We're talking about the O.J. Simpson trial. Oh, I forgot that he was in that. I never saw that. Oh. And I don't know what any... I don't know anything else he's been in, so I can't continue this bit. Uh, has he been in anything else? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Night, Night at the Museum? That wasn't him. <laughs> that wasn't him. It was Ben Stiller. We're talking about... Um... <laughs> We're talking about David Schwimmer. Oh, you were thinking of the name. Yeah. Yes, we're talking about the actor David Schwimmer, who stars in Intelligence, yet another Peacock original that has aired in Great Britain. (laughs) This time, not on BBC One, on Sky, with two Ys. Yeah. So you have to say Sky. We've invested in Peacock, and that's why we're doing so many. (laughs) Well, no other service is putting out any content right now, any new series, except Peacock just launched this summer with their original programming, and so it's something new to watch. Eh, why not? And And we've seen one decent pilot and one really good pilot so far. Yeah. And so we thought... Let's go, Let's for, go three. for another one. Because <laughs> we've watched everything on Netflix. Yes. Let's talk about David Schwimmer. Okay. <laughs> I don't have anything to add to this conversation. <laughs> um, is he your least favorite friend? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was my least favorite friend. However, the O.J. Simpson series where he played Rob Kardashian. He was great. Great? Yeah, I thought he was really great. Wow. I, yeah. I liked him a lot. I heard good things about his performance in that, but I never saw any of it. I, th- I thought it was good. Hmm, okay. I thought he was... He was, seemed like a... I don't know anything about Rob Kardashian, but it made him seem like a really like sweet man who just loved his friend and was mm. trying to help his friend. Yeah. Now, is that the whole story? I don't know. But <laughs> David Schwimmer depicted him that way and I thought it was I thought his performance was really good. <laughs> so uh but before we get into that, it's time for our new segment. We're just a couple of dopes who watch TV, but there's also important stuff happening in the world. And we haven't had time to work on a new name yet. What do you mean by work on the new name? <laughs> I'm not sure, I'm not sure what you're alluding to there, but why don't you go ahead? Okay, so this week we are highlighting the Conscious Kid. I follow them on Instagram. They're a great Instagram follow. Um, they um, are an education, research, and policy organization dedicated to equity and promoting healthy racial identity development in youth. 
Um, we support organizations, families, and educators in taking action to disrupt racism in young children. So um, I love their account. I think they have excellent resources. They have a few different ways you can donate also. They, you can donate to their anti-racist children's books education fund where they're you know committed to getting inclusive books in classrooms across america and you can donate to their general fund or you can donate to the conscious kid covid19 rent relief fund for families and since april they have sent out over five hundred thousand dollars in covid19 rent relief to families across the country dang including over three hundred and eighty thousand dollars to black families and fifty thousand dollars to the black trans community and so you can go right on their site and donate there um, or you can go to their instagram and every now and then when they're doing rent relief They'll post it, and people who are in need of this rent relief can post their Venmo mm-hmm. or Cash App, and then you, as um, a follower, can just go and, and donate to people's, you know, individuals. And sometimes people will leave a little comment or whatever. You check out their profile, whatever. But it's kind of like a no questions asked, and you know, um, no questions I, answered. <laughs> I think <laughs> is that the saying? Yeah. <laughs> I think that um, they're a great organization, and I just wanted to let you guys know to check them out, and we'll try and link to them. I don't think I even knew that they were an organization and not just an Instagram account with good resources. I know. (laughs) Yeah, I know. At first, at first, I don't think I realized that either, because they would always post. They always post like different books that you should be reading and how to talk to your kids about racism and they would like just link different things and go oh, great but like they're they're doing they're doing the work so all right everybody that has been another we're just a couple of dopes who watch tv but there's also important stuff happening in the world and maybe yeah, there's another name working title <laughs> when you said <laughs> when you're talking about questions and answers i was thinking of asked and answered which was our old favorite segment oh my segment. god i was just <laughs> god what was the name of that podcast? The Trenta. The Trenta. <laughs> <laughs> I think of it often, and I was just thinking about it the other day. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure that they don't or will never hear this, but what a great podcast. The Trenta. <laughs> I was, like, one of their number one fans. I participated in <laughs> everything. It's just like a couple of like our local friends who had this ridiculous podcast where they would get Trentas from Starbucks and then talk for 15 minutes about whatever the fuck they no, wanted to. No, it was to. more than that. It was longer than 15 was minutes. It? I thought yes. it was short. No, they were having conversation because they lived like across <laughs> the country from each other. Oh, maybe at one point they did. Maybe they started doing it together. Yeah, I yeah. don't remember. Yeah. Katie moved to Portland, I think. Yeah. Anyway. But one time I won a Trent. They sent me a gift card to go get myself a Trenta. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because I commented on a bunch of things, but one of them, they were like posted this challenge and it happened to be a night where I was like up really late uh, on Facebook. I don't know why, but they posted this thing like (sighs) to like post your favorite video of, um, like the Cupid Shuffle or something oh my like gosh, that. I remember this. And I, po- <laughs> I was just thinking of this the other night, and I posted this, this like family at a wedding of them like <laughs> doing this. 
think I think it was the Cupid Shuffle. It was ridiculous. It was, oh my god! And that was such a fun. I couldn't believe I even found it. It was really good. <laughs> um. Anyway, shout out to the Trenta. Anyway, we love you guys and we miss you. <laughs> and I always, every time I see Black Sesame something post, I always think about. Okay. All right, these are all inside jokes that four people will understand. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about intelligence. Uh, okay, on I Peacock. guess. Uh, we start off with three members of the Center for Cybersecurity in some some town in Great Britain, and they're like kind of like three, not necessarily goof offs, but like. A ragtag bunch. Yes, I think I wrote that somewhere. Ragtag. Rag tag. I yeah. think something. <laughs> yes, ragtag team. Whoa. <laughs> it's in my notes. Weird. And they're discussing Jerry Bernstein from the NSA in America is coming over to work with them. And then we see David Schwimmer's Jerry Bernstein. He's got his earbuds in. There's some rock song playing, really badass. And then we pan out and he's on you know, one of the mobile walkways at the airport yeah, with a huge crowd of people behind him, like get the fuck out of the way. He like won't roll his suitcases. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like a, just a douchebag. Yeah. We can talk about it later too. His character was very unlikable. Yeah. Very unlikable on purpose, but a little bit too unlikable. Yeah. <laughs> so the IT guy there, Joseph is going through this checklist uh, at a meeting um, with the three ragtag <laughs> coworkers and their boss, Chris, Christine. And he says, oh, you know, so we did this, we did this. And I stumbled into Matthew McConaughey's browser history. <laughs> and the boss is like, is this, is this in the interest of national security? He goes, no, it's mostly lawnmowers, big lawnmowers. <laughs> <laughs> she's like what is gchq like looking into matthew mcconaughey's browser history for yeah and he's like do you want to know she's like no <laughs> it's funny because she's so serious and like you would think like and you're like why is this her team of people yeah because they're they're clearly like good at what they do like there's a reason they're employed here yeah but she's so serious and they're so like off the wall. Yeah, it's this like goofy IT guy. There is an older woman with like just unkempt, long, like shaggy hair. She's like a cat lady. Yeah, a cat just lady. Picture that. That's who she is. And then there is like a younger woman who used to be a hacker that they recruited. What was her accent? Where was she from? Oh god, Did you I, tell? I don't know. I don't know. It was like very like mysterious. I don't know where where she was from. <laughs> But it just added to her whole, like, vibe. And she was, like, very, like, cool, like, yeah. funky clothes and mysterious. And so Jerry shows up at the office and he does a big speech welcoming everyone, even though they already work there. Right. <laughs> and so Chris, the boss, like, you know, tries to get him to shut up eventually. And he's like, okay, back to work, everybody. Like... And then he says something like, you know, Chris, this is going to be great for both of us, mostly for you, with all of my, like, invaluable resources. Yeah. Like, just, like, unrealistically pompous. Yes. Like, even for a comedy, I was like, oh, shut up. Right. It was just, you know, you really, like, hate him. It was like camping, 
<laughs> where yeah, yeah, yeah. you're supposed to dislike the protagonist, at least at first, but you dislike them so much that it ruins the show. Because they're overdoing it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There were some moments where I thought were like done well with it, but basically he was just... It, it wasn't this bad the whole time, but no. his delivery of like his first lines, I was like, oh gosh. Yeah. It was really bad. Yeah. Really bad. And I don't know much about David Schwimmer's acting or comedic ability other than, you know, I've seen episodes of Friends, of course, um, but I wasn't a loyal viewer. I haven't right. seen it that much. Well, he's a bit of an overactor. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe that's why I liked him in the O.J. Simpson show, because it's like it was such a different character. It was like calm. There was no comedy. He wasn't trying to steal any scenes. Right, right. But I don't know. In this, I, he was just, I mean, you had a few moments. So like there's the, did you see, did you see? Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was a really, did you happen to catch this? There was a really funny scene where he like needs to go to the bathroom, but he doesn't have his key card yet. Were yep, you just yep. getting to that Yeah, that's scene? the next scene. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. So, yeah, well, that, that's pretty much it. He needs to okay. go to the bathroom, and Jason has to walk him there because he hasn't Joseph. gotten his... Oh, I'm sorry. Joseph has to walk him there because he doesn't have his badge yet from HR. And so they get to a door, and it takes, like, a full two to three minutes of them trying to get through this door. Like, Joseph's trying to use his thumb to scan it. He's trying to, like, hold open his eye... <laughs> To scan it. Here's the thing. This was funny because this actor who plays Joseph was really funny. Yeah. He was good. It was like a lot of like physical comedy, like really ridiculous. And and David Schwimmer's character is in the background, like just getting more and more frustrated with it. Yeah. Which was, fu- it was all funny. Like he did that well. It, it was really good. But, you know, well, but the funny thing is when he goes into the bathroom he like looks in the mirror and he starts to like almost cry and then like pumps himself back up. Did you notice that? Jerry does. Yeah. Yeah. He's like about to cry. And then he is like, okay, never mind. Like I have to, you know, pull it together. <laughs> He's got to be this cool, tough guy. Right. You right. know? And, uh, I thought that was good. Like he kept trying to like, that was the most believable. Okay. Instance yeah. of him being like, fuck, I'm so out of my league. What am I doing here? It's like, you know, first day jitters, everybody gets, you know? And it's just like, oh shit, okay. And then he like boosts himself up and is just like shits on everybody else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Joseph is played by Nick Muhammad, who is apparently like a pretty well-known comedian in Great Britain, who also is the creator of this show. Oh, okay. Okay, so yeah. And so Jerry busts back into the, you know, big room while everyone is working and says, you know, listen, I saw it right away when I came in here. Morale is low. You know, we need to do some things here. We need to fundraise for a gym. I need to get some sun. We need some windows in here. (laughs) And so Chris, like, blows up on him in front of everybody. This, like, long tirade. And at the end of it, he's like, "Ah, you know, my ears are still fucked from the flight, but it looks like you stopped talking. So, like, was any of that important? (laughs) Yeah, just even a though, total, like... Yeah, even though he heard all of it. Yeah. And then he's, like, freaking out in his office, like, calling himself a little bitch for yeah. not standing up for himself. And, like, air punching. Yeah. Which she kind of, like, sees, and she's like, oh, God, I really did get to yes, him. Yes, yeah. But she really... I mean, she's, like, so... I love her performance, because she's just like, what? The, who the fuck 
does this guy think he is? <laughs> she is so put off by him. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know. As, as you should be. Oh, yeah. I don't think I mentioned it much or at all in my notes, but her, Chris's assistant <laughs> was so funny. <laughs> Just this what was one, her name again? I don't even know. She was only in like two or three scenes, but she was just like some woman who was her. I honestly thought it was her daughter. No, it was like her assistant. And she was completely incompetent, not paying attention to anything that Chris was asking. And rude. And rude. Yeah. Really funny. (laughs) So when Chris finally leaves to go to a meeting, Jerry calls everyone around to try to boost morale. And he suggests doing some team building exercises. Um, And this and a few other scenes have a really strange fade to black transition. Oh, yeah. It felt what was that? I don't know. It felt so out of place in this show. All of them felt out of place. But then there was one that was like so awkwardly timed. It made me question like, was this scene not done and they had to cut stuff and they didn't have a good cut point so they fade to black? Like, it was so strange. <laughs> it was weird. So strange. Anyway, as they're doing these team building exercises, Chris returns and he eventually convinces her to eat a jelly bean to loosen up. At first, he like tries to feed it to her, and she just like stands there and then smacks it out of his hand. And then she takes one and eats it. And then one of the team-building exercises was Jerry saying fall, and everyone would fall. And so he screams it out, and Mary, the cat lady, falls and smashes it to the copier, which had been broken throughout this episode. Right. And she smashes into it, and it starts to work. And f- <laughs> pictures of Matthew McConaughey start to print out. <laughs> And so we see Joseph like shredding the photos of Matthew McConaughey as other people are leaving the office. And that was the pilot to intelligence. It's so funny because like the whole reason, like she kept asking for this one, like really important report. Like this, like she's like, when are we going to get that? Whatever it was, she needed something that was really important. And they kept being like, oh, well, the copier's broken, so we can't. Like (laughs) they keep showing people fixing it and stuff, and she's constantly asking for it. Oh, the copier's broken. It's like this is like the like the national intelligence like security agency for all of you know the UK, and she. (laughs) Like, oh, I can't give you that because our copier is broken. (laughs) I think in one of the scenes, there were three people working on the copier. Yes. Like, all of the doors were open. The back panel was taken off. And there's three people trying to fix this one copier. And then when it starts working, Matthew McConaughey (laughs) starts printing out. (laughs) What did you think of intelligence? I thought it was okay. I thought it was like there was some funny stuff in it. Yeah. I I wrote, okay. Yeah. (laughs) I thought, I thought the jokes, when there was a joke to be written, it was funny. Like, the writing and the dialogue was funny. The rest of the dialogue was, like, just okay. Yeah. I thought, like, the dry, sometimes awkward British humor was funny. When it was, like, David Schwimmer, like, yeah, America, toughen up, you little bitch. Like, that stuff was not so funny. Right. So, yeah, I thought it was just okay. I thought it had its moments... I'm probably not going to continue to watch it. Yeah. I'm not super interested in it. If it, if it was a different... I hate to say this, but like... If it was a different actor in this part, maybe it would be different. Maybe it would be better. Yeah. Or... I don't like him in comedy, guys. I just don't. <laughs> or just have... I would love to see a show, like, the workplace comedy 
of a British intelligence agency with just those three yeah. people working under Chris, mm-hmm. acting like goofballs. Yeah, that, that would be great. Yeah. Those are all the elements I liked about the show. Yeah. But it wasn't that. Well, you know what my favorite quote from The Good Place? Oh. Everything is fine. <laughs> no. I was going to say there's something so American Holy. about taking something good and making it just a little bit worse. But the <laughs> quote is actually there's something so human about taking something that's good and making it just a little bit worse. Uh. <laughs> I mixed it up in my head trying to relate it to David Schwimmer playing the, you know, bullish American in this show. I think it still works. I think it, yeah, it works. So, yeah. So, what do you think? Do you recommend it? If, uh, if, someone, if someone came to you and said, I really, really need to watch a new sitcom. A new like, sitcom. Like something that has been released recently. What would you say? I, I guess I'd say intelligence. I just don't think it was super laugh out loud funny, though. I don't either. Some things were, but it just like wasn't, it's just like not grabbing me. But it wasn't bad. It wasn't like, this is awful. Nobody watch it. So yeah, sure. I'd recommend it. Okay. Yeah. I was just trying to play, not necessarily devil's advocate, just like to push a definitive response. (laughs) I I don't... Because I don't know what my answer is. I was just going to say the same thing. Because I'm trying to think of a nut. Like, if someone came up to me and asked, what, sit- what new sitcom would you recommend? I don't know. There hasn't been any good ones. What's the last good sitcom that came out? I'm just picturing this scenario where you're like... <laughs> where someone comes up to me on the street and I'm like, oh, oh fuck! You're ah. like drinking your coffee. And someone runs up to you and they're like, quick! <laughs> I need a new sitcom, like a new sitcom that just came out. Like, what can you tell me? And you're like, ah. I just just piss myself and leave. And then you're just like, Carol, second act. No, no shit. Fuck. Not that. I would not say that. I know. Yeah. I guess to that person, I would recommend intelligence. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what if someone came up to you? What would you say? (laughs) I'd say, Google it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I think we're both on the same page. It was okay. Yeah. Wasn't great. Wasn't terrible. Some funny stuff. Some not so funny stuff. I won't be watching it. I don't think you're going to continue to watch it. Mm -mm. But we recommend that if you really need a show that just started, that is a comedy. So, so if you were to ask us that, yeah, but please don't. You know what? Can I tell you something? I'm very relieved that now I have an answer for that question. Intelligence. Yeah, that situation might come up. It might, and I we host a podcast about TV pilots. Okay, but so if someone came up to you and they asked, "What new sci-fi show would you watch?" I need a new sci-fi show. What do you say? How new? What's the time frame? Oh, God. Within the last 20 years. <laughs> what? Because the only thing I'd say is Battlestar Galactica, I Oh, think. I would say Dark. 
Oh, yeah, you would say that. 20 years? Yes. <laughs> I, need just... a, I need a new sci-fi show sometime between um, the turn of the millennia <laughs> and now. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding, obviously. <laughs> we both enjoyed Battlestar Galactica so much that we went back and watched the miniseries, rewatched the pilot, and then since then I think we've watched one episode. One more episode, yeah. <laughs> There's so much TV, guys. Oh, my um, gosh. Well, I just am writing down a game for myself to remind myself the next time we play a game on this podcast, it's going to be, if someone came up to you and asked for this show, what would you say? <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Do we think Intelligence will get a second season on NBC Peacock slash Sky with two Ys? <laughs> um yes <sighs> I'll I'm say gonna say yes I'll say yes why not I don't know of any other comedies on NBC Peacock slash Sky with two Y's right now so it's the best it's the best sitcom I would recommend over the last month or two yeah <laughs> I think it's funny how we also always struggle with this question like yeah. uh I don't know. I mean, it's really such as a crapshoot. As if, like, there are any stakes whatsoever. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't know. Uh, you go what first. What if I get it wrong? <laughs> it's really... Because we don't even keep track of what we said. No. It's not like when we go back and do our recaps <laughs> that we're like, ooh, you got this one wrong. You got this one right. Like, I think we used to remember. I think the first few recaps... Like, you and Casey would answer, and we would all remember, like, oh, you said it was going to be canceled. Because we did them more regularly. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Not so much anymore. Uh, anyway, any other thoughts on David Schwimmer? What's, nope. your le- what's your least favorite moment in Friends? Ooh. My least favorite moment was probably from, like, the last season or something. Mm. Was David Schwimmer in it? It was either... So... You know what I really didn't like was when they all went to, I don't want to say like Bermuda or the Bahamas or something, and Monica's hair got really frizzy, and she was just being crazy. <laughs> um, I don't know if I have... I got to think about that. Remember she, when she was in Scream? Yeah, I do. I loved her lipstick in Scream. Interesting. Yeah. It was so good. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> it was like this. Oh, guess what? So Elizabeth and I are both Googling on our separate computers. And what did you type in? Courtney Cox. I'm typing in Monica. <laughs> Monica Geller's scream. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, scream lipstick. Oh, wow. It pops up. Oh, I remember this hairstyle now. Yeah. Wow. Was she in all of the scream movies? She was at least in one, two, three. So I'm looking at it now, and I'm wondering why I loved it so much. But <laughs> at <too>. the time, <laughs> also, her hair is like, her <gasps> hair was so, well, I mean, when did this movie come out? Whenever it came out, it was very much of the time. Like the, the f- like feathery bangs, like. Those feathery bangs are ridiculous. And like the highlights. Well, like the one, like, I just love, like, whoever made this character, whoever, Um, like. Look at her in Scream 3. Look at that haircut. 
She looks like the singer to Pure Bathing Culture. (laughs) Wait, hold on. I want to try and zoom in on this lipstick. All of these, all of these Courtney Cox images. The lipstick was like this pink, but it had this like gold shimmer in it. I don't know. It was really pretty. All right, hold on. Let me try and find. So Courtney Cox, Scream Three. Yeah, and then and then you can go back to two because two is great too, but it's not as bad as three. I hope all of you listening can oh my <laughs> see God. what we're seeing. Those are terrible bangs. Oh my God. This, this, this is one picture of her and she's just like, <laughs> nobody great, can see. Great audio content. Oh my God. I'll stop. All right. Hold on. I have to go to Scream too. All right, everybody. If you have suggestions on shows for us to watch, you can email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at trial by pilot and please go on to apple podcast stitcher spotify subscribe to the show leave a review and tell a friend i also just want to say she looks like a completely different person in all three movies yeah Incredible. anyway um i also want to say thank you to the beats for providing our theme music and Fine. don't forget to you. check out the conscious org. bye everybody bye Watching television.